Hello, and welcome to the Corporate Pero Latinos podcast. This is your host, Sofia. I hope that everyone is having a really chill week at work. And if you're not, I'm sorry, I cannot relate. <laughs> your girl finally got an actual mic for the podcast. It only took months, right? But here we are. It was an early birthday gift to myself. So all of you better be listening to this like, wow. I've never heard a clearer voice. <laughs> All right. So today I want to talk about two topics that I care deeply about, community and representation. I've come to the conclusion that I'm able to thrive and bring my best self to any situation when I have a community in which I feel like I belong and where I feel like I have a support system. A community can be just a few people or a huge group of people, but I truly believe that your community can make you or break you. At the end of the day, we're all a result of our environment, right? However, we often have the choice to step out of certain environments for whatever reason. Maybe you've outgrown it, it's holding you back, you want some change in your life, etc., when I was going through my first couple of years in corporate America, it almost felt as if I was navigating this world on my own. I definitely felt proud of being in that position because it meant that my hard work had finally paid off. But it also felt very isolating because I could never really connect to the people that I was surrounded by on a daily basis. There are many corporate Latinos in the nation that are making sure that we're being represented in all these spaces. However, we all happen to be sprinkled throughout hundreds or thousands of different workplaces. And I think that this makes it so much harder for us to advance as a group because we feel like we are carrying the whole weight on our individual shoulders at times. And then Enduring a bunch of professional hardships just for the sake of being that representation can really take a toll on your mental well-being. I remember one night, one of my very best friends, who is very much not a corporate girl, called me out on my BS. I was, of course, venting to her about how unhappy I felt, but how I also felt like I couldn't just quit because I owed it to our community to be that representation and to show others that we do belong in these spaces. She was like, Sophie, you are not responsible for all Latino representation, especially if it comes at this cost. And she was right. I'm not responsible for it, at least not in that context. There are many Latinos across all different industries that are absolutely killing it. For instance, uh, Katia Echazareta, the first Mexican-born woman that will be going to space, which also happens to be from Guadalajara, the city where half of my family is from. When I found out about that, I felt so proud and grateful for her without even knowing her. Plus, you can tell she loves what she does. Talk about representation. And does she need my help for that? Absolutely not. I was watching, I think it was the Instagram video where they're telling her for the first time that she's going to be one of the people going to space. And it's just so endearing too because the way that she reacted, you know, it was like 
all her hard work was paying off. And the first thing she said was, my mom is going to freak out. And so many of us just like want to make our parents proud. I don't know. It was so cute. And I was like extra emotional. (laughs) Might have shed a tear. But anyway, moving on. If you listen to the first episode ever of this podcast, you heard me say that I was excited to figure out how to best contribute my skills and abilities to my community without losing myself in the process. Luckily, I think I figured it out. Starting the New York City Corporate Latinos group was the best thing that I could have ever done. First of all, I have to note that now that I'm technically part of the content creator economy, it seems like we also don't have enough representation in this industry, and there is definitely a pay gap in this industry too. So between constantly sharing my content on the internet to be that representation for aspiring creators by doing something I genuinely enjoy and also using these platforms to build these real life social networks, I am fulfilled and very happy about my contributions. So the title of this episode is Latinx Social Capital and the Law of the Few. If you haven't heard of the term social capital before, it is a theory based on the outcomes of social relationships. So it basically implies that social relationships are resources that can lead to the development and accumulation of human capital. This being knowledge, skills, and experiences that can ultimately allow these people to achieve more economic success. Now, the law of the few is actually a chapter in one of author Malcolm Gladwell's books, The Tipping Point. And it didn't quite make an impact in me until recently when I thought back to the great content in this book. This chapter focuses on the six degrees of separation, which is the idea that all people are six or fewer social connections away from each other. Think about some of the friends or acquaintances in your life. How many of them are responsible for you and your best friend having met each other? Or how many of them have met because of you? This is very much just like a chain of friend of a friend connections. So Gladwell separates people into connectors, connoisseurs, and salesmen. I 100% will tell you I am not the salesman. But if you want to read about the details of each of these, I definitely recommend the book. But when speaking of connectors, Gladwell says, and I quote, (laughs) these people who link us up with the world, who introduce us to our social circles, these people on whom we rely more heavily than we realize are connectors, people with a special gift for bringing the world together. They are people whom all of us can reach in only a few steps because for one reason or another, they manage to occupy many different worlds and subcultures and niches. I love, love, love all of these social theories because, fun fact, I was a sociology minor and I'm always just so interested in how our society works. 
the Latinx community needs these connectors to care about lifting the community up as they work on their own social relationships too. When I think back to how I thought I needed to contribute representation to my community, I was way off. I'm 100% not saying I'm like Queen Bee or something, but through all of my lived experiences so far and the network that I've been able to build since moving to New York City in 2016, having grown up in Texas, and now having a platform on social media, which also allows me to connect with other creators in completely different niches, as well as industry experts that sometimes reach out for collaborations and whatnot. I have found myself feeling more like a connector for my community. The amount of people that I've been able to connect simply through a selfish want for more Latinx friends is truly crazy to me. I'm sure I don't know about all the connections, but I've seen so many of them firsthand where some people are now best friends, some are dating or hooking up or, you know, whatever their situationships are. Other people have simply kept it professional and straight up just networked and were able to find a better job, get a promotion, etc. Crazy, just crazy. And I won't stop talking about it because I don't care if this sounds cheesy or like I'm tooting my own horn or something, but I think that my true calling is one, being an entertainer one way or another. I've always said that somehow I would end up working in the entertainment or performing arts industry, even if it was on the business side of it. And two, I am one of our community's connectors and I plan on scaling that shit. If I can help our community by connecting people and building that social capital, which ultimately results in prosperity for us, I'm here for it. When it comes to a connection, I'ma make it. Okay, that was sort of a TikTok reference. Forgive me, I have TikTok brain. (laughs) But anyway... All of this is to say that if you are part of our beautiful and fun community, don't feel the need to be a representation somewhere where you are unhappy or where you can't be your full authentic self. I was never my full authentic self in corporate and what kind of representation is that really? Think about what skills and abilities you bring to that table any table, you know? My Instagram bio literally says, bringing Sasson to the tables that matter. What tables? I don't know, whichever ones matter to you. (laughs) We all have something to contribute, but just think about which environment you could best thrive in and then just go for it, BB. Okay? So... That's all I have for today. (laughs) I just really wanted to spark that interest in you all so that you can do more research on all these theories and ideas, which honestly makes so much sense. I'm very excited for next week's episode. If all goes well, I will be interviewing a very successful man who started his career decades ago as a producer for Televisa. Televisa presenta. (laughs) Oh my god. Anyway. Yes, so that should be a great conversation. (laughs) Stay tuned, and please, 
if you haven't already, follow and rate the podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving a review. And that's it. (laughs) Have a great day or night. As always, I look forward to circling back. Kindest regards.